Welcome to Monastic Retreats Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. There are so many benefits to spending time at a monastery, whether for a day, a week, a month, a year, or even a lifetime. So many. But today, I want to talk about one thing in particular, the holiness, the beauty of a monastery. When we go on retreat, the one thing that we leave behind is the cacophonous noise of our lives. Usually when we're home, we're so used to the noise being around us all the time. Fortunately or unfortunately, we are very adaptable to our environment. God has made us in such a way that whatever environment we're put in, we can survive in that environment. But I really don't feel we're here on earth to live our lives just to survive. I believe we're here to grow and to be as most human, most loving, most actualized as possible, to really be as holy as possible. The problem is that our environments shape us. Children that tend to be raised in very war-torn, harsh environments have a more difficult time when they grow up finding peace and happiness. In reverse, those who are raised in a very stable, loving environment do better in life. But what happens is, as adults, as we think we can now handle more, we expose ourselves to things that still aren't good for us. What isn't good for a kid isn't really that good for us either. So unfortunately, what we do is we don't have boundaries or barriers anymore against the negativity of the world. For example, I remember one Christmas, I went out Christmas caroling, and every home we went to, whether they were watching TV or not, had the TV blaring in the background. And often it was turned to some news station or some sitcom that was making fun of people. Not that all TV is that way, but it can be. It's a lot like food. We all know that we are what we eat. If we eat raw, healthy fruits and vegetables on a regular basis, we're going to feel a lot better than if we eat fried food all the time. Once in a while is okay, but mostly we want to eat well. Well, it's the same thing with our soul. When we're home, in our environment, the question we need to ask ourselves is, what is this feeding my soul? And for most of us, when we're in our world, there's a lot of negativity. We jump on the freeway and we experience negative drivers. We get to work and we have to deal with some of the negative people there. We come home and sometimes we just have the chores of life that can be overwhelming. Sadly though, when we are overwhelmed with life, what we don't do often is go on retreat, which would be so good for us. Instead, we turn to things that numb ourselves, like alcohol, like food, like a variety of addictions, even television and music can be an addiction and have a negative impact on our life. In the short run, it feels like it's helping us, but in the long run, wisdom will tell us that it's not, it's actually harming us. Let me use a couple of examples that illustrate this point. If we ever meet young people who like harsh, discordant music, it's probably having a negative impact on their life, or equally, their lives are hard and that's why they like to listen to it. It reflects their inner pain. And I know it's good for us to be in touch with our pain, but adding fuel to the fire isn't helpful. 
So when they listen to that kind of music, it does negatively affect them and keeps them stuck. Similarly, I've worked with many men over the years and women who spend a lot of time watching the news. And what happens is they watch it so much that they start getting depressed or even angry inside. And when I encourage them to take a break, and instead of when they're driving to work listening to the news, listening to some beautiful, perhaps Gregorian chant music, they do so much better. Really, it is amazing how transformational just not listening to the news all the time can improve our lives. But the reverse is also true. When we do expose ourselves to negative things, there's no way we cannot be affected by that. People in the helping industry that help people who are in tough situations have to be especially careful to make sure they have time to go on retreats. Because if they don't, they're going to be caught up in the negativity that they're dealing with. But we all need to go on a retreat. Why? What is the benefit of going on retreat? What happens when we get there? When we enter the monastic ground, something beautiful happens. We enter holy ground, peaceful grounds, beautiful, quiet grounds. This is because monasteries are based upon simplification. Monasteries are based upon steeping ourselves in God's love. And when we do that, we do so much better. It's very peaceful. It's very relaxing. If you've listened to some of the other podcasts, you'll know how transformational just spending a couple of days can be at entering the monastery. It happens because we leave the negativity behind. We're not usually allowed to bring our cell phones, our computers. There's no television. If there's music, it's very beautiful, peaceful music. If there's activities, they're usually things like yoga or walking meditation or meditation or singing and praying and the Eucharist. There's so many things that happen at the monastery, but all those things that happen are based upon having a quiet, peaceful, contemplative time with God and ourselves. When we do that, the negativity of our world begins to dissipate. And by steeping ourselves in this beautiful environment, our soul is being fed beauty, God's love, and that's why it works so well, because instead of the negativity that we mostly surround ourselves with, now we're surrounding ourselves with beautiful things, like the Gregorian chant that I love to listen to. I could probably go on ad infinitum about all the benefits and the beautiful things that occur at monasteries, and which I plan to do in future podcasts. But when we go, what we'll discover is they're in absolutely gorgeous settings, there is an overall sense of peace. There are usually religious icons all over the place to help bring us back to our spirituality, to help remind us of why we're there, not why we're at the monastery, but why we're here on earth too, to be spiritual beings and not just human beings. And with these reminders, we get quiet inside. And what starts growing inside of us is our spiritual nature. And we become healthier, whole, holy, by steeping ourselves in these holy places. That's why I so strongly encourage us to go. Because when we steep ourselves in negativity, 
what happens is we get negative. When we steep ourselves in holiness, what happens is we become more holy. So for example, let's say we decide to stay at a Benedictine or a Trappist monastery. Throughout the day, there will be services that we can attend with the monks and nuns as a way to quiet our soul and to be present. There may be as many as eight in one day where we can participate with them in being still, in being present, and being close to God. If we go to a Buddhist monastery, there will be meditations throughout the day where we can learn to quiet ourselves and be present. Wherever we go, we can find peace and quiet in these monasteries by spending time there. And the other thing that happens is there's just so many things to remind us of learning to be present with God, with the universe, learning to love life fully and see how God's love surrounds us. And the other thing that we are surrounded by are these men and women that are committing themselves to a life of devotion to God. When they do that, what happens is they radiate beauty, peace. Not all of them, and I'll explain why that is, but many of them, and sometimes a few, are so radiant that just by being in their presence we can feel their love permeating our space. And if we see how they commit their lives to holiness, we too then can work towards committing our lives, steeping ourselves in holiness too. I want to now create an image I think that can really help us in our lives as we move towards holiness. Imagine that we are born as a 5,000 gallon acrylic water tank. And when we start off, we are crystal clear. The water is beautiful, clear, and just so clean. But as time goes on and we get exposed to negative things, gunk starts coming in, darkness, just messy stuff. And that water tank starts getting messed up. And every time we add more things to it, it gets darker and darker. Now on the other end, there's a water hose going out. So yes, some of it goes out, but if negativity and darkness keeps coming in, it gets darker and darker and darker. Well, if we start pumping clear water into it again, initially we won't see much effect because one is going in. Remember, one tube's going in and one's going out. Well, the end tube can be clear, but what we have to do is begin to change all the stuff inside that's accumulated over the years. And that's why when we go to monasteries, it is very good for us, it's wonderful. And bringing the monastic life home with us is also great and wonderful. But again, when we get there, some of the monks and nuns would have started off with a very dark tank. And over the years, I can guarantee they will get healthier. They will become more holy. But we may not notice that holiness because they came in with a pretty dark tank. But my experience has been is that the monks and nuns that are there are better because they are living in the monastery because now they are surrounding themselves with beautiful, holy things. So no matter how dark they are, they are improving. We may not think they're as holy as they should be, but they are absolutely better than if they'd stayed in their negative environment. And some of them who have been there a while or came in with a pretty clear tank, they are magnificent souls. I have traveled the world 
and some of the most beautiful souls I've ever met happen in monasteries. When we steep ourselves in holiness, we're going to become more holy, more peaceful, more overall healthy and loving. So the question to ask ourselves, what are we steeping ourselves in all day long? Because it matters, it will impact us. And when we go on monastic retreats, I think we will see that there is many things we can bring home with us and make our lives more holy, more positive, so that we too, when we get home or on retreat, are regularly steeping ourselves in things that will uplift our souls, that will make us more whole, more holy. And everything matters. Negativity matters, but so does beauty and peacefulness. It all matters. It's going to impact us. We aren't going to not be impacted by what we expose ourselves to. So what are we exposing ourselves to? How holy is our homes and our workplaces and our drives to work and the people we hang out with? All of it together matters. That's why monasteries work so well, because everything about them is centered on creating a loving relationship with God. Are we doing the same things in our lives? Are we regularly creating a loving relationship with God and everyone around us so that our lives improve and get better? When we steep ourselves in holiness, we become more holy. And that's what this podcast is all about, how to do that and why it's important to do that so that we can have the most amazing, beautiful lives by steeping ourselves in God's love. So, after listening to this podcast, let's think about what is this doing to me? What is my environment like? And can I begin to make small changes to improve it so my life becomes more holy? And if I do that, I will begin to see that my water tank will begin to clear and it will become more crystal clear and I will become closer to God's love. We can all do that, but we have to be committed to it. We have to say, I need to make my life in many ways like the monastic life. And when I do that, I will experience God's love at such a deep level that it truly will transform me and make my life more beautiful than I could possibly imagine. We can have these beautiful lives, but we have to work at it. We have to get rid of the negativity and then surround ourselves in holiness. And that's why going on retreats are so critical to our process of moving towards creating better lives for ourselves. Because when we go on retreat, we can see how the real pros out there are doing it. And then we can say, okay, when I come home, how can I begin to make changes so my life is surrounded by holiness too? More peacefulness, more love. And when we do that, we will improve and we will get better. We can truly have beautiful lives but we have to work on it, and our environments matter. So this podcast has been about steeping ourselves in holiness. We have to make an effort towards it, but when we do that, we will see results. So after listening to this podcast, let's all work towards making improvements in our life and realize that everything matters. And so how can we begin to make changes in our life to make our lives more holy so that not only when we go on retreat, but even when we come home, we will experience the holiness and love of God everywhere we go. And from that love, we can reach out and help others to experience it too. 
We can have the most beautiful lives, but it takes commitment, it takes work, and mostly it takes steeping ourselves in holiness. Let's do that and have the most beautiful lives we truly can imagine. Thank you for joining me on Monastic Retreats. We will continue to explore the world of monastic living together. If you're looking for a place to go on retreat, please go to www.monasticretreats.com. That's monasticretreats.com. I am putting together a list of places that we can stay around the world. It is in its infancy, so be patient. Or if you want to help me, send me a list from your country and I'll add it to our list. So we'll have as many places listed around the world as possible. If I do have your country or state listed, but I don't have a retreat that you know of, again, email me and let me know and I'll add it to the list. My email address is drpuff at cox.net. That's drpuff at cox.net. Also, if you have any suggestions for this podcast or someone you want to interview or if you want to be interviewed, again, email me. And I'd love to set something up. This is our podcast together. And anyone who wants to help, I would love to help. So until next time, be at peace, be still. Peace.